All right, welcome to episode three of the NC Collective Sports Show. Today's guest is two-time Emmy Award winner, Seth Horowitz. Seth, how's it going today, man? I'm doing absolutely great, Colin. How are you holding up? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to get to talk to you. You know, it's it's uh, not every once in a while that you get to sit down with a two-time Emmy Award winner, not once, but twice. That's that's incredible, Actually, man. No, three times. Three times, three times, the three times in the award winner. It is three now. Gotcha, man. That's that's honest. That's incredible. So, like I said, it's not every day you get to sit down with somebody that has reached that kind of achievement. Um, so, just to get started, I just want to hear a little bit about your career and how you got started with ESPN and just the trajectory that you took to be as successful as you are today. Absolutely, Colin. I think I was I was fortunate in that I graduated college, graduated in 2000, and was able, upon graduating, a month later, I started at ESPN. At the time, they would hire people as temporary production assistants, and it was a seven-month program, and after six months, they would vote if they were going to make you full-time or not, and in that time, you were producing highlights for Sports Center, Baseball Tonight, you were very much in the fire so they could see where you're at, what your potential was, and the quality of work you were doing. Fortunately, I was able to, to, to be kept on full time, and, and from there I worked on RPM Tonight, uh, show staff for Sports Center, and then in 2004 I had the opportunity to be a part of the launch of Mike Mike on the TV side. Um, so we were simulcasting the radio show. and It was new territory at ESPN to, to put on a radio show. And so it was great to be a part of something new. And, and over the years, the show really grew and it became bigger as a result of the simulcast. And so that was, that was a lot of fun. And we started off, we were on ESPN News. And by the time I left, and, 2016, we moved up to, to ESPN2 and a lot of great memories there. And then 2016, moved back to the Sports Center and was working Sports Center at night as a highlight producer and helped launch our sound unit, in which we were going through all the, the interviews, press conferences that was coming in, listening, logging, going through what was best, what was newsworthy, what could help. Sports Center, digital platforms, especially shows, social media, and so really I, to be at you know, I was at ESPN twenty years, and really fortunate. Had a lot of great experiences, worked with terrific people, and had some individual success as well, which was very sweet. Right, and you know, going back to you know you starting out, you now correct me if I'm wrong, but you started in the late nineties, early two thousands at ESPN, correct? Yeah, I started June 2000, graduated in May 2000, and a month later, ESPN was when I launched my professional career. So, you know, that's right around the time of, you know, obviously the internet really becoming a household, you know, feature, I guess is a way to say it, but how did the transition of the internet just, how did technology basically go from the start of the internet age all the way through your career? Did that make a huge, it obviously made a huge change, but how did that progress your career and how did you adapt to that? It really was important and I think if you include especially 
social social media into it, it really changed so much. And you know, one of the big things as the internet kept growing was the ability to get statistics and be able to get like more information if you were working on highlights. Whereas um, it used to be kind of waiting on like wires to cross and. The detail of the information, especially through the years, really increased and allowed you to, to do even better work because you could get more information real time. And then when you include, especially Twitter to it, and, and you have people reacting, other sports journalists to, to, to what's going on, if you have a highlight, it was really good. Or if you're working, say, I'm like Mike, which I did, you could get reaction from people, listeners, viewers, real time, which was really beneficial. And so the wave of information really started to go a lot quicker, which is great because the more information you have, I think it allows you to do an even better, better job, whether it's producing show, producing highlight, really producing any content you're trying to do Right. You know, I like what you said, you know, about the social media aspect of things and like, you know, basically the transfer of of more detailed, more accessible information. It makes it, it, you know, it makes it able for people like me, you know, to contact somebody like you that I may not in the past have access to actually reach out to and actually speak with and, you know, sit down with. So that's awesome. I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, just going back to, I know you said something about, you know, the highlight reels and really getting that people's attention with highlights. Um, what's your favorite all-time highlight that you had to actually work with? <clears throat> well, there's, there's a few that, that stand out. And, you know, two that would go way back to 2000 was the first playoff game, baseball playoff game I ever did. It was uh, game one between the Cardinals and the Braves. And... Fortunately for, for Rick and Keel, it was, it was the game where that was the first game where he really lost control, and he was throwing a ton of wild pitches. But within that same game, the Cardinals lit up Greg Maddox in, in the first inning, and it certainly rarely happened to Greg Maddox at that time. So they kind of had these two very interesting, unique storylines happening and because it was my first playoff game, just really wanted to make it as great as I could make it to have two strong storylines uh, really helped. Another one was I had a Northwestern, Minnesota, 2012 college football game, and Northwestern won on a tipped Hail Mary pass. And to have like a great one of those like ridiculous plays and then to be able to try to tell a story and try and really tell the story through all the the reactions was a lot of fun because you can have a great game but when you're producing a highlight you want the girls to make it a great highlight you can have a great game and, and uh, just a mediocre highlight then you haven't done your job and conversely you can have it you know maybe just an you know a normal type of game if you have a great highlight that's that's what you're controlling and then within the past few years I, I did uh, I was a highlight producer for the 
final round of the Players' Championship. And the production assistant, very talented, incorporated uh, snaps from Ricky Fowler and uh, his PGA buddies as they were watching Jason Day win. And it was, it was a lot of fun to incorporate social media elements into into sports center highlight and still tell the story, still do justice to what was happening, but be able to enhance what was happening and enhance it, you know, with showing fellow PGA golfers was, was a lot of fun. And I think you always if you can you, you want to try things, you want it to take chances to see what can and can't work because that's gonna help you grow and that's what's gonna help you improve and Oh, so you want if you, if you can entertain yourself, hopefully you can entertain other people as well. <laughs> but you know, you really want to use like yourself as, as as a guide to be able to to try and keep raising the bar, and keep trying things. It's and it's, it's a lot of fun when you have these events and you get to tell a story of it. That's that never gets old. Right, and so do you ever find yourself watching games live action and, you know, see something going on in the crowd, some some fan interaction, or just something in the background that maybe, you know, just a casual fan won't catch right offhand and thinking that would have been a great highlight? <laughs> I think it's sometimes, too, it's like when you see a certain replay come across and you think, that's a great look, that's the look you want to use and try and think of details as they happen. It's always there in your mind when you've done it enough. You do think that way because you kind of always want to be on. And it's once you've done it, you kind of can't go back to that, however it was that, that I was watching before. But it, it, the details really are important, really do matter because you're looking for, okay, how do you, how do you set the scene? How do you build the drama so that moments really feel big and it takes time it takes a little bit of time to when you're producing the highlights to to learn the little things that just help things be bigger and that can help the anchor give as strong as a read as, as possible yeah i agree 100 percent. you know that's uh, finding that the different storylines and then you know, really emphasizing that, that's truly, a, truly a skill that not, not a lot of people have. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Um, you know, going back to your Emmys, I mean, tell me what it was like to win an Emmy, man. I mean, explain that feeling and how that whole process went. Amazing. Especially the first one, I remember. It was one of those total pinch me moments. Holy cow. And I remember... 2003 when SportsCenter won, I remember thinking, this is awesome. But I, I, I didn't even know if I was going to get one or anything. I, I knew nothing about how the process worked. Like, I figured, oh, I'll pay for one. I mean, this is how many opportunities you get like this. But um, we all, we, all of us who worked on the show, we, we got one. I remember getting an email just to, to go in this guy's office pick up Miami and I was expecting it to be a small little miniature Emmy I just figured there's no way it's like what you see on TV but lo and behold it was, it was big 
good memories and just to me humbling because I know how many people work so hard and, and, and don't get the, those opportunities. And so it really, really has made me feel blessed. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can hear in your voice, man. That's you know somebody that wants to fully immerse herself in sports media. I can tell you that you know that that's one of the stepping stones, or one of the if something like that were to ever happen, I I don't know how I'd react. I mean, that it just sounds incredible. Um, man. So I gotta ask. So what's your favorite moment from working on the green Mike and Mike? What was your favorite Greeny and Greenberg moment? Just being around them all the time. You know, the moments I think of the most involved when they would put me on air and they would absolutely destroy me. And uh, just the first major time was the, the week of before I had a bowling date and she absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> and at first when they were talking about it, they, they said we have an unnamed staff member and then it became... Well, it was Sussy. Certainly, no problem. It happened to me. I have no, no problem holding uh, up to it. And then they brought me on air, and they're both both just giving it to me good. And, um, you know, I always know it's part of the show is that everyone is, is, is going to get it. And then later, Dick Vitale and Dwayne Wade were on the show, and they were crushing me too. And oh, so, no. <laughs> that was. Yeah, especially Dwayne Wade. Like, that was really cool. Because at first he's like, he's like, wow, he's just got to find something he's good at. And then he's like, he's like, but yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, because, you, you know, just, it's just going through it thinking, like, here, like, this is happening to me. And I never would have imagined any of that. And, you know, here, now here's Dwayne Wade blasting me. Like, that's, really cool then there was another time where uh, I went with one of my, my best friends and his, his girlfriend at the time now now wife uh, the three of us went to Puerto Rico and we shared a room and so once again Mike Mike crushed me for uh, <laughs> being such a frugal guy uh, not doing separate rooms and so it was uh, I never anytime I was on air I never was going in expecting to, to, to be on air and so um, I think that's also part of what made it fun was that with the show everything was natural and spontaneous enough it wasn't it wasn't scripted it wasn't rehearsing or practicing ahead of time it was just here's something good this is this is what's going to happen and um, I think that makes things better because I think if you if anything was practiced would have, it wouldn't have been as strong because you could overthink your lines or something and it, it wouldn't feel spontaneous and so um, that it would be fun to know that just other people in my life could, could hear it you know and, and it's um, like that was, and it was always it would be fun to, to share after with people and um, it's just kind of a reminder of working at a place that not only is it, is it really different, but you kind of really don't know what, what any day can bring. Yeah, I mean, that's that. Mike and Mike is a show that for, 
you know, I'm 28 years old. Mike and Mike is a show that I grew up watching before school. You know, just what was on TV before I would go to school in the morning. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome to hear that, you know, that it was all authentic. I mean, that's that's great. I mean, it's that's a really cool story. I mean, both of those, it's good to hear that those guys really were as authentic as they felt like on TV. Um, so, just curious, Seth, I mean, as somebody, you know, that is trying to break through in sports sports media and trying to get into the industry, what advice would you give to somebody like me who's, you know, fairly um, unknown and wants to grow and become a, um, a name like Mike and Mike one day? Well, I think what's great about the time now, especially as we're moving past the, the pandemic and, and everything we went through in, in 2020, is there's a lot more avenues now, certainly, than even when I started. Back, back in 2000 because social media has opened up a lot more doors and so you have now you have television you have radio you have digital and you have all the various social media platforms in which content is needed to to be produced and so I think people consuming as much content as possible and seeing what they like also certainly important what they don't like and I think reading as much as possible talking to people listening to people and studying it you know really trying to see okay what engages me what what do I seem to enjoy and then if you take it from there that can lead you to develop and strengthen your own style and to also know, okay, what, what, what you don't like, and certainly too with social media platforms, you can see, you can see the numbers, so you, you can see what people are reacting to, and that's also helpful. And I think always just gaining knowledge of, of sports and you know making sure to know as much as possible. Because then that way, if an assignment comes your way, you can do as good of a job as possible. And so you also, it's that combination if you want to be creative, and you also do need to know, you also have to have the knowledge to help produce content that that's going to drive engagement. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with all that. You know, that's... It's crazy how the evolution from, you know, the time when you started at ESPN to now, just how, how many different outlets and platforms that you can use to, you know, reach out and break through in the industry. That's, you know, really just something to, you know, it's tough as times are right now. It's something to be thankful for, at least with, you know, the Internet nowadays and everything. But, you know, once again, three-time award winner, um, Emmy Award winner, Seth Horowitz. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you so much. Thank you kindly. All right. Yes, sir. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you.